Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Stocks and Coffee. I'm Travis, your Stock Geek. Today is Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. After coming off a three-day Labor Day weekend when the markets were closed yesterday, traders are selling stocks this morning. The indices are down just about 1% so far this morning. After another down week last week, that makes three straight weeks of declines in U.S. stock markets. S&P was down about 3% last week, NASDAQ down about 4% last week, and the small cap Russell index was down about 5% last week. Most European indices were also down 2 to 3%. And we had weakness across the commodity space as well. Crude was down 3%, gold was down a percent and a half, silver was down almost 10% last week, copper down almost 3%. So pretty broad weakness last week, and that looks to continue today. We see weakness in crude despite the fact that OPEC is talking about production cuts in October in the midst, of course, of an energy crisis. OPEC still trying to keep energy prices supported. Energy prices have been weakening on concerns over possible recession, global recession. Of course, we have still, you know, slowdowns in China, issues with energy supply in Europe, and there's been some mixed economic data out of the U.S. Of course, we had a weakening housing market, or we do have a weakening housing market and some weakness in some areas like advertising, etc. However, we did get news last week that the ISM manufacturing report was a little bit better than expected. It showed some growth. We also see the ISM services PMI this week so far uh, suggesting that there's pretty nice growth on the services side still. And the U.S. jobs report that came out on Friday had pretty robust job creation in the month of August. So it's not all bad news out there, but the markets are looking forward into the future and saying that it's very concerned about possible recession in an environment where the Fed remains an enemy of the market, so to speak, by continuing to raise rates aggressively. Powell will have a speech on Friday at a private event, so it'll be interesting to see if anything new comes out of that. Uh, we also have some big news on the central banker front with the ECB set to meet and set interest rates on Thursday. The market is currently expecting about a 50 to 75 basis point increase in interest rates there. We also have a central bank setting interest rates in Canada as well this week, and the Canadian unemployment report will come out on Friday as well. So we'll be checking in on that. You know, Last week, there were pretty high inflation readings across most European countries, Germany, Italy, the euro area all at new highs, driven by food and energy prices, of course. France was actually showing a little bit of a deceleration. That was the one outlier on the inflation front in Europe last week. Uh, of course, we also have news that Nord Stream pipeline is not flowing again to Europe, so the, you know there's still games being played there. The stocks of natural gas in Europe are at seasonally high levels, but they may not be enough to support the full demand for gas if the winter is not, you know, a mild one. So that's really the concern out there still and concern that we could have a big impact on consumers from rising bills going into the winter months. On the earnings and specific stock front, we did have some software and retailers still reporting last week. Software, enterprise software had a pretty bad week with Okta, MongoDB, GitLab all declining pretty significantly. Um, with results that were pretty solid, but the guidance was underwhelming and they did call out some macro risk. Okta particularly also had some issues with executive turnover and some other specific company issues that caused it to be down 30% last week. On the positive side, you know, Lulu was reporting 25% plus revenue growth. Online growth was even higher, so that company's still firing on all cylinders. And there was some M&A activity out there as well. CVS acquiring Signify Health for $8 billion. 
We also have Volkswagen now talking about spinning off the Porsche division. I talked, of course, about a potential deal involving Lionsgate coming this month. We'll have to see how that plays out. And there's more M&A news this morning. There's been uh, some drama in the SPAC sector. The SPAC that's looking to take Trump's social media venture public, DWAC, that stock has gone from 10 to 100 and back down to 20. The stock is down about 15, 20% today on news that it might not have enough votes to extend the SPAC deadline to get this deal done. And if, if enough holders of DWAC stock don't vote to extend the deadline, then that SPAC may have to liquidate, leaving holders with just $10 in chains per share, which is still well below where it trades today. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. We have a, a LOI, a letter of intent announced by the SPAC Lux Health Acquisition, L-U-X-A. That's been a pretty high-profile VC-led SPAC. A lot of people have been wondering what would happen there. They had an October deadline, but they did announce that they have a letter of intent with a company that they could possibly be merging with. No definitive agreement yet, but uh, that will potentially allow them to extend their deadline and continue to work on this possible deal. We did see a liquidation, a couple liquidations last week. Mudrick Capital liquidated their SPAC after two failed deals, and there were a few other small uh, liquidations as well. So SPAC world still a bit of a mixed bag, certainly hurting a lot. Average warrant prices trading for like 15 cents, suggesting that the market thinks there'll be like a 80 or 90% liquidation rate for SPACs out there still looking for a deal. There is an Apple event tomorrow. They could announce some new products. Uh, we'll have to see how uh, that plays out. There's a lot of conferences taking place this week that companies will be speaking at. So potentially some market moving news for specific companies if they come out with updated guidance, either higher or lower, or you know maybe even some M&A activity potentially could be announced this week with the conference activity. And then beyond that, uh, on the macro side, you know I mentioned that we've got uh, some interest rate setting among a couple central banks and some unemployment data in a few places, but it's not a super heavy macro week. Um, other stock highlights to note on, on the tragic side, uh, Bed Bath Beyond lost their CFO to a reported suicide over the weekend. They are putting in place an interim CFO. Uh, BBBY stock is down 15%. It's been under heavy pressure in the last two, three weeks or so after it made that big meme stock run. Once Ryan Cohen had liquidated his stake, it's been mostly down for BBBY and a lot of the meme stocks, AMC, Ape, all those stocks have been down. Of course, uh, GameStop reports their earnings this week in a pretty light earnings week. So well, it'll be interesting to see how the stock reacts to that. Um, but even Blue Apron down about 3% today after showing a little bit of strength late last week. So not a whole lot of positive things happening to these meme stocks or meme SPACs uh, right now. We'll have to see if anything shifts. But overall, the market is pretty weak overall. There's been not a lot of positive places in the market. Maybe one bright spot has been the nuclear and uranium focused stocks and but that's you know a pretty small group of stocks overall so there haven't been a whole lot of places to hide from the pain in the last week or two so we'll see how this week plays out uh, that's pretty much it for today i hope you have a great start to your week uh, it is a nice short week so get out there work hard and have a good time and we'll see you tomorrow cheers mm -hmm.